0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, No one can serve two masters. He will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin. But I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his splendor, was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O you of little faith? So do not worry and say, what are we to eat, or what are we to drink? Or, what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord most definitely takes care of us. So one of the charisms I always rely on is that our Lord is always going to make sure that I have the right readings to work with, because I don't really prepare. And so this Sunday, is just interesting, like all the callbacks that just appeared in the readings from our retreat, you know, yesterday I talked about kind of maternity and paternity, or motherhood and fatherhood, and how there's this maternal aspect in God as well. And today we have this reading from the prophet Isaiah. Right? Zion said, can a mother forget her infant, be without tenderness for the child of her womb? Right? It's an, another example of that kind of maternal presence of God in our lives, that our Lord is the one who comforts us in our afflictions that there is that element of mercy that our Lord bestows on us, which means that we can always start again with Him. We can always start again with Him. Begin to live a new life that starts again from His mercy, which is an amazing gift. then in the second reading it says brothers and sisters this should thus should one regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God now it is of course required of stewards that they be found trustworthy right and trustworthiness has been one of the themes that we've reflected on in the a reflections on what it means to be a father right to be trustworthy to be someone that other people can entrust themselves to as we provide guidance and protection and call others to conversion And then finally, in the gospel reading, Jesus reminds us that no one can serve two masters. He'll either love one and hate the other or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. We cannot belong to our Lord and belong to the world at the same time. And this whole retreat weekend has been about coming here to renew that sense of belonging to our Lord. of entrusting ourselves to our Lord, of allowing our Lord to supply in our lives everything that we've been missing. And we also find ourselves on this last Sunday before we begin the Lenten season on Wednesday. And so leaving from this retreat, one of the other questions to ponder with our Lord is what are you calling me to do during this Lenten season How do I extend my retreat experience throughout the Lenten season? And the Lenten season is about preparing to renew our lives. Preparing to renew our commitment to our Lord and examining in our lives, like where is God and where is mammon? Where do I belong to Christ and where do I still belong to the world? And there may be great things that we have attachment to. There may be small things that we have attachments to. Do we seek our comfort in the Lord? Do we seek our comfort in the Lord? So again, I'm going to use an example of somebody who struggles with purity because it's more obvious than somebody who struggles with spiritual pride or something like that. But I was talking to a young person once and we were talking about how he's constantly struggling with sin. And and I asked him, well, so what are you doing about this? And he said, well, you know, I just need to see beauty. So like when I fall, I need to run to a beautiful church and I need to see beauty. (coughs) Okay, that's good. But why do you do it? Well, usually I'm just bored. Or I'm stressed. Okay, let's talk about that. When you were a kid, when you were bored or stressed, what did you do? Well, that's when I fell into impurity. And why didn't you go to your parents? Well, my parents weren't really available to me. Like, my dad was an alcoholic, and there was kind of conflict in our home. And, okay, so that makes sense that you turn to that. But my parents, our relationship is good now. Okay, good. So when you're bored, why don't you call your mom? Uh, so i never really done that before. Now, that would make sense. You know, that's what we do when we're bored. All of us who grew up pre-internet and pre-social media and pre-cell phones, when we were bored, we called our friends on the phone. That's what we did. We used to tie up phone lines in our houses all the time, right? Get off the phone! Today, when we're bored, we just pull out our phones and we're like, uh, Facebook, uh. we scroll through dumb stories. About nothing and get stressed out about the world. When you're bored, why don't you turn to our Lord? When you're stressed, why don't you turn to our Lord? Do we turn to our Lord or do we turn to having a drink at night or do we turn to watching television? Why don't we turn to our Lord then? The first reading says, can a mother forget her infant or be without tenderness for the child of her womb? I will never forget you. So how do we turn to our Lord? And when we make our Lenten sacrifices, are we going to make those sacrifices and pick the things in our life that are keeping us from turning to the Lord? Like, What do we turn to? Do we turn to something besides Jesus? And if we do, we should give up that for Lent. So it moves us towards Jesus. He's talking to a group of young people who keep struggling because like, they watch YouTube, they get distracted, and then they fall into sin. So what are you going to do about this? Well, I need to have consequences for my life, so I think I'm going to give up desserts. <laughs> okay, so you're going to give up desserts. When was the last time you ate a piece of chocolate cake and you fell into sin? man, that chocolate cake gets me going. (laughs) Right? That doesn't happen. So don't give up chocolate cake, give up YouTube. Give up the thing that is pulling you into sin because in a sense, in that moment, if you turn to YouTube, if you turn to a drink, if you turn to television, you belong to television and not to the Lord. You cannot serve God and mammon. You can't belong to our Lord and belong to the world. Jesus wants all of us. And so the Lenten season, it's always a time. We're preparing to renew our baptism. And so in that preparation to renew our baptism, which is the moment in which we came to belong to Christ, we have to examine our lives and give up those things that keep us from belonging to Christ. Now that's the point of the Lenten season. Sometimes, you know, and I used to do this when I was young, you know, I'm just going to give up the hardest things and I'm going to do all this stuff and I'm going to be rigorous. But I was being rigorous just for the point of being rigorous. It was kind of like infantry barbecue night. It wasn't leading me into relationship. so as we examine our lives, what are the things we need to give up? What are the things we need to do as fathers of our families? And are there things that our families will fast from during this Lenten season in order to make more space to fan into flame that baptismal candle in the hearts of our family members? Does everybody give up electronics for two hours every Sunday and just spend time together? That would be an amazing thing. No, you don't have to give it up for the whole season. So your kids might go through like withdrawals and have to go into a hospital or something if they can't check their phones. But you could give it up for two hours on a Sunday, like two hours a week. We're going like to play cards or we're going like to be a family we're going to play a game together. We're going to spend time. As a father, I'm going to choose you instead of choosing something else, some escape, some entertainment. Because I want to spend time with you. Because you're my son. Because you're my daughter. Because you're my beloved. And in choosing to do that, what are we doing? We're opening ourselves to the graces that our Lord wants to give us. Because our Lord says where two or three are gathered, there I am with them. And so blocking out time to make space for our Lord and our families really does make space for our Lord. And he enters in. And the fire gets fanned into flame. So what will we do to continue that conversion process in our own hearts? as we leave. So we can't serve both God and mammon. And so today, in place of the creed, we're going to renew the promises that were made at our baptisms. Okay? Why? Because the renewal of our baptismal promises is a manifestation of the fact that we're affirming we cannot serve God and mammon. Now, what happens when we're baptized? We say no three times. Do you reject Satan? I do. And all his works? I do. And all his empty show? I do. No, no, no. Why do we say no three times? So we can say yes three times. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe in Jesus Christ means do you entrust your life to Jesus Christ? Do you give yourself over to him to belong to him? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins? I do. We have to be able to say no in order to say yes. And so there's this prayer ministry called Unbound, which is doing amazing things in the hearts of people in our diocese, but really unbound is just a really long form of renewing our baptism. It's all it is. You make an inventory. These are all the things I want to renounce. All the sins that I've fallen into, I'm renouncing them. I'm going to forgive all these resentments that I'm holding. I'm going to break ties with anybody that I've ever had intimate relations with or that I have an emotional attachment to. I'm going to renounce all the lies that I carry around. Why? So that I make space for the Father's blessing to enter into my heart. I say no so I can say yes. And every time we renew our baptism, it is a form of a minor exorcism where we renounce the devil and all his works and all his empty promises so that we can say yes to our Lord. When an adult goes through this process, they have content in their head. You know, I'm an adult who's a sinner. They come into the church. Do you renounce Satan? In their head, they have all this content. All the times they committed adultery. All the times they fell into other forms of mortal sin. All the times they've lied to somebody. All the times they've stolen. All that content is in their head. When they say, I do renounce Satan, they're renouncing that whole history. That's what they're thinking about. And all his works. And they have content in their head. All the evil that has impacted their life. All the sins committed against them. Anybody who's abused them. Anybody who's stolen from them. Anybody who's betrayed them. Any neglect that they experienced in their childhood. I renounce all those things. I do. And all his empty show. And they have content in their head. All the lies that they've come to believe about themselves. I am unlovable. Nobody could possibly accept me. There's no way Jesus can forgive my sins. My sins are worse than everybody else's sins. I reject those lies. So that they can say yes to our Lord. One of the practices that I've taken on myself during Lent is that I make lists. And I have a piece of paper in my pocket on Easter. Easter. Do you reject Satan? And I list all of the attachments to sin that I still have that I'm trying to be released from. And all his works. And I have a list of all of the sins that have been committed against me, betrayals, detraction, things that I hold a resentment for. And all his empty show. And I have a list of all the lies that I've come to believe about myself. People really knew me. They would reject me. Nobody understands me. The bishop doesn't love me. They're all lies. And I hold, I keep them in my pocket right over my heart. And so when I renew my baptismal promises at Easter, I'm actually trying to be intentional because we've done this every single year of our lives as Catholics. And we kind of go, oh good, we don't have to do the long creed today. We just get to say, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. And we're not necessarily intentional about it. If we're intentional about it, it opens our hearts to all these graces that Jesus wants to pour in there. You know, and so I invite you to be intentional about it today as we leave this retreat, every time I do retreat, we finish with the renewal of our baptism. Because it's been a time of reflecting on where have I come from? Where am I going? For some of you, it's stirred up some memories or some resentments or some things that maybe you'd forgotten about or maybe you didn't realize had affected you. And it's a chance for us to make a firm resolution. To say no to the world and yes to our Lord. Because we cannot serve God and mammon. We can't belong to the world and to Christ at the same time. And let us pray that this renewal truly is a renewal. That we truly allow our Lord to make straight the crooked lines of our history. That we may have confidence in Him and be fearless in serving Him in our families, in our parish, in whatever way He has called us to natural and spiritual fatherhood within His church. Dear brothers and sisters, through the Paschal Mystery, we have been buried with Christ in baptism, so that we may walk with him in newness of life. And so now that this retreat has concluded, let us renew the promises of holy baptism by which we once renounced Satan and his works and promised to serve God in the Holy Catholic Church. And so I ask you, do you renounce Satan? I do. And all his works. I do. And all his empty show. I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death, and was buried, and rose again from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. And may Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has given us new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and bestowed on us forgiveness of our sins, keep us by his grace in Christ Jesus our Lord for eternal life. Amen. Amen. Amen.